Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Tuesday, and this is now the season after Pentecost. Today we continue our reading of the story of Jonah, a reluctant prophet who can teach us a lot about ourselves. Please feel free to send me an email with any stories, insights, or questions that might arise this week. You can send them to me at pastorjim2006 at icloud.com. And now we begin our time of prayer together in silence. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. A reading from Jonah, chapter 1, beginning at verse 11. Then they said to him, What shall we do to you, that the sea may quiet down for us? For the sea was growing more and more tempestuous. He said to them, Pick me up and throw me into the sea, then the sea will quiet down for you. For I know it is because of me that this great storm has come upon you. Nevertheless, the men rowed hard to bring the ship back to land, but they could not, for the sea grew more and more stormy against them. Then they cried out to the Lord, Please, O Lord, we pray, do not let us perish on account of this man's life. Do not make us guilty of innocent blood, for you, O Lord, have done as it pleased you. So they picked up Jonah, and they threw him into the sea, and the sea ceased from its raging. Then the men feared the Lord even more, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows. But the Lord provided a large fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Jonah knows that the angry sea is meant for him. Because he ran away from his calling, everyone on board, the ship is in danger, and there is only one thing to do. They must sacrifice Jonah. They must throw him overboard. It's difficult to tell if Jonah offers himself up out of resignation to God's wrath or out of love for the innocent others on board the ship with him, or maybe a little bit of both. Yet the boat's crew does not want to be found guilty of taking Jonah's life, so they in turn try to save Jonah. They cannot. So finally, they pray to the Lord, 
They remind God that the storm has come upon them out of God's own free will and free choice, and that they are caught in between a place of trying to save Jonah's life or save everyone else's life, knowing that it is because of Jonah that they are in the mess that they're in. So they finally throw Jonah into the tempest, and the storm ceases. And at that moment, the ship's crew bows down, worships the Lord. Meanwhile, God in God's mercy appoints a large fish to swallow Jonah, and he spends three days and three nights in the belly of the fish. Jonah had a mission. He failed to accomplish it, at least not yet. In fact, he did the exact opposite. But if God's mission was to be accomplished, then Jonah had to be fixed and set right. The storm, Jonah's sacrifice, and a big fish put things right again. Can you hear how this story points us to Jesus? Of course, Jesus comes in obedience to God's word and becomes our representative. Jesus, in a way, steps into this story at the point where we find ourselves right now, taking our place, sacrificing himself to calm the raging chaos that threatens to engulf us all, to set us straight so that God's mission can get back on track. If God's mission is going to get back on track, our Lord had to sacrifice himself for our sake, just as Jonah did. One other aspect of this story it may be worthwhile thinking about is how Jonah's disobedience puts the whole ship in jeopardy. We are connected to God, yes, but we are also connected to a whole network of people. Our sin is never just our sin, and it is certainly never just between God and us. There is always somebody else involved or affected by the things that we have done or the things we have left undone. Perhaps the turning part in this part of the story comes when Jonah recognizes that and stands up for the innocent by humbling himself and asking to be thrown overboard, or actually commanding them, telling them, prophesying that if he is thrown overboard, peace will at last come. As God's prophet, Jonah was supposed to be involved in God's repairing of the world. It is not until he sees his own sin and repents that God's healing can actually begin. And in that moment, Jonah slips beneath the waves and the storm ceases. He finally, in that silent way, bears witness to the God who sent him into the world. And the word that he spoke without a word has God's own desired effect. He changes the hearts of the crew so that they turn to the Lord, offer sacrifices, and make vows. As Christians and as a church, it is important that we remain open to the conviction of the Holy Spirit, and that when we are shown our sin, we repent and intercede on behalf of all we have hurt by our actions, or even by our inaction. And God, who is rich in mercy, will not only forgive and heal us, but forgive, heal, change, and transform those that we have harmed. In Jesus' name, amen. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. 
This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially today, we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the gift of new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gifts of relationship with others, for the communion of faith in your church. And for what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for the people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, for those who are sick, afflicted, and bereaved, for those who care for the sick, tend to the dying, and comfort the bereaved, and for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For who else or for what else do we pray today? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin, nor be overcome in adversity. In all that we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.